Blog Talk Radio. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. It's better to be prepared, be prepared. For, an for an opportunity and not have one than to have an opportunity and not be prepared. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. When the banks say no, moneyinaflash.money says yes. Go to moneyinaflash.money today. Five-minute application, immediate answer. Visit moneyinaflash.money today. You're not paying attention. No, 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 no. Pay attention. Every adult in your family should have a current will. Who's going to take care of your children if something happens to you? Are you going to just let the courts decide their welfare? If you become ill, who's going to stand over your bed making decisions regarding your health care? If you pass away, who's going to handle your business? Visit www.howtogetawill.com to learn more. Handle your business now. None of this will be a worry for you tomorrow. Visit www.howtogetawill.com and handle your business. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. All black. All news. All you. We're changing the way Chicago communicates with the world. CBBN Business Journals, weekdays at 11 a.m. CST. To listen now, visit Chicago's Black Business Radio Network.com. Sonia Cassandra Perdue, Executive Producer. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. Hello, Chicago. You're listening to Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. Peace to all of you. My new hashtag for 2024 is no more wars. No more wars at home, no more wars in the street, no more wars in the region, regions and among countries. In my mind and in my spirit, I believe that humans have been on this planet and in this form long enough to be able to get along much better than we do. There's enough food, there's enough space for everyone and there's just enough resources for everyone to live and achieve at the level that they are capable of and choose to do so. I'm not delusional, not absolutely not at all. I know that there will be no perfect fit, no perfect world, but I do believe, I truly do believe, that we can do much, much better than we're doing. No more wars, people, no more wars. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, executive producer of Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, and your host for this segment, which is our CBBN Business Journal segment, where we interview innovators, authors, and business owners from around the world. We have about few, uh, 400 interviews under our belt now, and I'm going to tell you I've been truly blessed to talk to so many people about so many things, and, and I'm very grateful and thankful for that. With us today is Ms. Diane Johnson. Ms. Johnson was born and raised right here in Chicago and is the author of My Medical and Dental Journal. And she's going to share her experiences dealing with the world of medicine and how important it is to keep a record of your medical and dental health experiences by journaling. Before we go into our interview, I'd like to share our newest project with you. ShoppingBlackChicago.com is a new affordable business directory designed especially for Chicago's small business owners. You'll find pages of resources that will enable you to reach out and support small business owners 
who depend on you and me. Launching January 2024, you'll find us at shoppingblackchicago.com. We'll be looking for you there. I want to see you there, okay? Now, next, we're going to talk about entrepreneursacademy.net. You know I've been talking about this all year. Are you a small business owner, or are you thinking about starting your very own business? We're really pushing forward this year to talk about and help you build your family business. That is so important. If you're thinking about those things, then hop over to entrepreneursacademy.net, hit the contact button, and request a one-on-one consultation. Visit them at entrepreneursacademy.net for a full schedule of classes or to schedule a no-cost consultation. That's entrepreneursacademy.net. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, and you're listening to CBBN Business Journals. To be a guest, give us a call, 773-609-2226, or text us at 773-609-2226. You can also visit us at Chicago's, Chicago with an S, Chicago's Flag Business Radio Network.com. Our guest today is Diane Johnson, author of my medical and dental health journal. You'll find uh, your copy at Diane's, and that's Diane's with an S, Diane'sJournals.com. Let's welcome Diane to CBBN Journals. Diane, how are you this morning? I'm doing wonderful, Sonia, and I'm honored to be here today. I really am to talk about this health journal. That's wonderful. We're honored to have you. Tell us first about growing up in Chicago. What was it like growing up in Chicago for you? Well, I come from a family of 12, Sonia, uh, eight girls and four boys on the south side of Chicago and what was called Wentworth Gardens. We had a wonderful childhood. My mom and dad were from New Orleans, and they came up from uh, New Orleans to Chicago. So I had a wonderful childhood. And I attended Dunbar Vocational High School on the south side of Chicago also. Wonderful, wonderful. We're going to talk later, uh, Ms. Johnson. I bet I know you. I grew up in Wentworth Gardens. We'll talk later about that, though, okay? <laughs> now, okay. <laughs> see, small world, okay? Hey, you it is. on my block, and I just don't remember that. <laughs> We're going to find out, though, okay? Now, um, let's talk about, so what high school did you go to, Ms. Johnson? I went to Dunbar Vocational High School, and uh, that's where I met my husband, uh, Lucius Johnson. Oh, okay, okay. Now, um, let's talk about how this, this journey got started. It's my understanding that your son was diagnosed with HIV. Tell me what year was that and, and what was your reaction? Okay, well, in 1986, my son, Lucius Jr., told my husband and I that he was diagnosed with HIV. And back then, there wasn't an Internet, there wasn't a my chart. We had to just go by what was then on the Internet, so we tried to look for as much information as we, as we could. And you can imagine back in the 80s, it wasn't very much. But he didn't want us to go to his doctor visit at all. He was in his 20s, and he said, I'm going to handle this myself. 
So he did for 10 years, and he stayed under a different doctor's care. We didn't know what type of medication he was taking, but his stature did not change at all for 10 years. He still weighed 190 pounds. But what took my husband and I by surprise was in 1996, his weight started coming off very rapidly. And I told him, I said, you have to go with us to our doctor. So we took him to the University of Chicago Hospital. And the doctors there talked so much about red cells and white cells. My husband and I didn't understand very much of it. But I took a simple notepad to each one of my doctor visits because the doctors were talking so fast and I couldn't really comprehend. So I just started writing it down. But Sonia, the worst thing that could happen is my son was working at the time and the insurance companies changed. So the insurance company said, you have to go to the doctor's office to get this medication. They want to charge you for each uh, copy that they printed. So I just brought in my notepad, and I was able to go to the doctor at the University of Chicago and then uh, let him know all the information that I got prior doctor. And this helped them uh, learn what Lucius was going through, what the effects the medication was having on his body, and he was taking 15 medications a day, and it was taking a toll on him. I do understand. Uh, I had this conversation yesterday. I am, uh, well, I'm up there in age myself, but uh, fortunately I'm still capable of thinking for myself, okay? I don't have that problem that I cannot speak and uh, think for myself, and I had to tell them that, okay? Because they will tell you what to do, and you're supposed to follow it, you know, with no questions and that type of thing. But everybody, so it's fortunate that your son had, you and his father with him, because everyone is not capable, people get overwhelmed and they're not capable of that. So that's very, very important. Let me ask you a question, Ms. Johnson, because uh, I'd like to know. So at this time uh, in space, is there a cure for HIV or are they just still treating it? They're treating HIV but it's not 15 pills anymore. It's just one or two. And I've, I've done some research on it, and I've watched some of the commercials on TV. Some of the commercials talk about they're managing it, but there's still no cure. It's just like there's no cure for cancer. There's no cure for, for AIDS or HIV. But what happens when you have HIV, you can have HIV from five to ten years if it's untreated it can develop into AIDS. And that's what happened with my son. He was not being treated for it. He thought he could manage it on his own. But it has changed quite a bit, uh, the medication and the treatment for HIV. Some people live, you know, long, healthy lives now. Back then, but they didn't. You know, back in the 80s, so many people were dying of AIDS because of the treatment. But we've come a long way with medication and technology, and it has allowed the people who live with HIV to live almost a normal life. Okay, okay. Um, And that happens with most diseases. As as time goes on, and maybe fortunately for us, they learn different ways to manage it and different ways to treat it and those type of things. 
So you started uh, going to your son's appointments, and you start uh, learning as much as you can. You can only do what you can do. And you start writing down everything and documenting everything that was going on, okay? And so yes. as you start doing that, Ms. Johnson, was that helping you come to a better understanding of what's going on, or was it that you're just keeping better records? Or Tell me how that empowered you to start taking these notes. Okay. Ms. Perdue, when we started, when I started taking these notes, I had no idea that I was going to be able to relate to the doctors in the way that I did. Because when I walked into the room, I felt so confident. I could relate with them with those words that we don't understand and, and what what was going on with his body. And then with him taking so many medications, I was able to write down and tell the doctors that these medications were not working because they made him sleepy or he had didn't have an appetite. But when I walked into the office with the doctors with the chart, and they kept me with the same doctor at the University of Chicago, he knew that I was going to record everything and so I could walk in there and, and feel comfortable. Sometimes when you go into the doctor's office, you're nervous and you're not comfortable. But I was very confident, and I sat down with my son, and the doctor would talk, and they would tell us that, Ms. Johnson and Mr. Johnson, there's no cure. We can manage it with these medications, but I took the copies of 15 of his medications, and I still have those, and I still have those legal pads because I felt like they were close to me. It was like a part of my son, and I didn't want to throw them away, so I just continued to keep them. But when you go into that doctor's office, you have to be armed with some, some type of knowledge, either it's your medication or the effect on your body. You have to speak up. And you have to let the doctors know that you have knowledge as well and that you can talk about your situation. Thank you, Ms. Johnson. You're listening to CBBN Business Journals. I'm your host today, Sonia Cassandra Perdue. If you'd like to be a guest, give us a call, 773-609-2226. You can also visit us at Chicago, that's Chicago with an S, Chicago's Black Business Radio Network.com. Tell a friend, okay? Now, Ms. Johnson is our guest today, Diane Johnson, who is the author of my medical and dental health journal, and you can find a copy of her book at dianejournals.com. And, Diane, I'm going to piggyback off of what you just said. It's, that's very important, and I want to repeat this, okay? You said it very well, but I want to repeat this, and I want the people to hear me when I repeat this, Okay. When okay. you empower yourself and when you walk into a doctor's office, and it's not only a doctor's office, it's generally in life. I don't have a self-esteem problem, which you probably already know that. I don't have a self-esteem problem. I don't doubt myself or my abilities in any way, but many people do. When you walk into a doctor's office and you speak to them in a certain way and you start asking certain questions, they will look at you differently. And they yes. will speak to you differently, and they will treat you differently. And, yes, they will be careful about what they say to you, what type of uh, treatment they give you. They treat you totally different. See, this is the mentality. It's not only the medical field. It's people in general. 
people, and, and I'm going to put it this way, Ms. Johnson, if they feel like you're ignorant, you're poor, uh, sometimes it's skin color, sometimes it's a whole lot of other things, uh, maybe you don't speak the language as well, you know, maybe you're speaking Spanish and you, your English is poor, but you can understand, they treat you differently, Okay. And so this yes. is important what Ms. Johnson is saying about documenting what you what's going on with you so that you can come back and have a conversation about it. I, they like you said, they didn't have my my health and my everything else on there, you know, way back then, but then you have a certain responsibility yourself. Now, Ms. Johnson, tell us a little bit more about your son's journey through this. Okay. Well, in 1996, when it got worse, we just continued with his medication, but he, he made this transition on October 1st, 1999. And at the time, I just took the notes and put them away. And then in 2008, I joined a group called the Chicago First Black Inventors Entrepreneurs. And we had a conference at the Chicago DuSable Museum in 2009. Ms. Perdue, I was so honored to have a drawing of my potential book. I didn't know how it was going to look, but I had several investors that insisted me in getting my invention to a printed hard copy. And through my gift of gab, I was able to talk myself into displaying my health journal in a Walgreens pharmacy store with my brother's help. Once the book was in that store, I asked him, could you give me a referral? And he said, sure. So I was in 15 Walgreens stores from 2009 to 2010. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. So the, you published the book in 2009, is that right? Yes. Okay, and wonderful. And I just wonderful. attended, yeah. Were you going to say something else? You just attended what? Yeah, I I. I attended about 25 conferences, taking the book to health conferences, and, you know, and then in 2010, uh, the digital age came, and most people said, you know, Diane, you should try to put this on a digital. We want a CD. Well, I wasn't going to do that. Uh, so here I am 19 years later, and my nephew asked me if I would do an e-book. And I said, well, I don't want to do an ebook, but I'll try to do another printed copy. So together with him, I was able to do both an ebook and a printed copy of the book. And inside of the book, it's five sections. It's medical, dental, family history, prescriptions, and notes. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, I believe that uh, it's very important, and people don't take the time. You know, I didn't take the time when my family, when the older people were there, and people are still failing to do that. And the sec- one of those sections that you mentioned, family history, we do not know our family's medical history. We think we do, but we don't because we haven't asked the right questions, okay? Uh, we think we know why aunt so-and-so had a particular procedure, but we don't know that it may have been cancerous. It may not have been cancerous or something, you know. 
And so it's so much we don't know about that and that we don't know the importance of connecting all of that to us. So that's very, very important. Also about keeping our medical records, Ms. Johnson, uh, we just fly by night on it because people put in so much confidence in uh, the people who work in the medical field. They're not perfect either. And different, I'm going to say this thing. I don't care what field it is, Diane. People are qualified at different levels. Just because that person has an MD don't mean that's the most qualified MD you can have. Just because that person has an RN or that person works in that pharmacy. See, some people got A's and some people got D's or C's. People are different. People are qualified in different ways. And you have to listen to them and you have to understand that. Everybody don't know what they're doing, and I'm just here. I'm just telling you. <laughs> you know, different people, dental people, look at your dentist, you know. They know different things. They went to different schools. They were taught different things. So we, we, we uh, like you said, you started going with your son. You felt empowered because of your knowledge and what was going on. And you maybe could hear the difference and see the difference in some of them, okay? But yes. we have to the best of our ability, everybody's not capable of doing the same things. And I, I, my sister always tells me that. Everybody's not capable of doing the same things, but I, I'm always thinking that people can do a little a little bit better, okay? So, Ms. Johnson, tell us a little bit more about your journal. How can we use this to help us? Okay. Uh, I'll give a quick look at each section in the medical section. At the top of the medical sheet, there's a vital signs. We go into the doctor's office. The nurse comes in. She takes our blood pressure, our weight, our heart rate, and our temperature. And then she puts it on the chart. Sometimes the doctor will tell you what it is, and sometimes he won't. But you need that information. And why? If your blood pressure goes up during your next visit, or your weight goes up, or your heart rate goes up, or your temperature goes up. You need to know that because you need to change something in your diet. Also on this medical page, there's three questions. You know those questions we get home and say, I forgot to ask him or her. There's a box for three questions, and then the rest of it is the comments between you and the doctor. Uh, when I go into the doctor's office, I got pen and pad, and I'm just writing and writing and writing. <laughs> So when I get home, my husband will say, how did your visit go? I open up my journal. But most of us, we don't remember because it was so quickly, so fast. It's 15 minutes, and that's it. So that's the medical part of it. Do you want me to explain the others, or should I just wait? Let, let, let me just say this to you, and then uh, we got time. You can go on. Let me just say this to you. Yes, they want to give you your 15 minutes. And if they don't want you documenting this information and they seem impatient with you when you're doing this information, and I'm sure you can agree, Ms. Johnson, that you may need another physician or another nurse. And it's that simple. At least for me, it is. If, 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 you look, if they look frustrated and they don't want you doing that, then you may need to get someone else to treat you. Go ahead, Ms. Johnson. Okay. Um, 
I ha- I actually have just the opposite. The doctors say, oh, what are you doing, Ms. Johnson? I say, I'm writing in my journal. These are the three questions that I want you to answer, and then I'm writing my comments. I have yet to have a doctor say, I don't want you to write. So um, I'm going to move on to the dental section. The dental section is basically the same. You're writing in your questions for the dentist, uh, and then you continue on with your family history. Now, family history is so important because most people think DNA means do not ask, and it does not mean that. It means you should ask because I see so many stories in the local newspaper about people who had a form of cancer, and they ask their mother or their father, and they say, no, they didn't have it. But then when you go back a generation or two, you find out that that person had this uh, disease or this illness, and it has skipped two or three generations. But for you as a family, you should know that, be aware that someone three generations apart had breast cancer, and that might uh, keep your family from going to get an early detection for breast cancer or any other type of cancer. But family history is so important. We have a mother's page, a father's page. We have like eight pages in in the event that there's a blended family that someone was adopted. And then moving on to the prescriptions. Prescriptions is so important. Let me give you a little uh, clue about the prescription bottle. On the prescription bottle, there's a white space on everyone's bottle. On that white space, take a black felt tip pen and write what the prescription was written for. Blood pressure, kidney, diabetes, or if you had an infection, eye infection, ear infection, write it on that bottle. So when you open your medicine cabinet, you know what you're taking. You won't take the wrong medicine or you won't uh, keep medicine that's there for an infection. Infections are supposed to be for 10 days, but we keep them like a trophy. We just look in the medicine cabinet, and there they are staring us in the face, and we throw them away. And then we come to our notes. The notes is what got me where I am today. Writing notes when you first get a pain or a toothache, write down the date. I asked my doctor, why was that so important? He said, Ms. Johnson, if you come into this office, with a date of when the pain started or the infection started, we can treat it accordingly. If you don't give us a date, we're we're going to give you the highest dose possible because we don't know how long it's been going. So in the book, it's a note section for you to write this down. So I have explained each section, uh, Ms. Perdue, and I'm so glad that I was able to get it all in because it's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And that's some great information. And the last, the last one in your notes, and I had to think back uh, because I've been asked that question. And uh, he said, "When did when did you, my uh, dad said when your foot started hurt?" I said, "I don't know. It's like it was a, a few weeks ago. I just can't remember when it was. Because you don't you you don't think about it. you hit your foot and you just think about your business somewhere, you know." And he asked me, "When when did when did you hit your foot?" I'm like, mm, <laughs> because I don't remember. <laughs> and never, it would have, until you, till I met you today, 
It would have never crossed my mind. Maybe I should have wrote that down. <laughs> so when I ask this question, you know, you know, I'll ask you, what was the last time that happened to you that you had a pain in your hip? I don't know. It was like two months ago. Who knows when it was? You know, <laughs> it has never once, I mean, not once at all crossed my mind. Well, maybe I should write this down. Oh, where? So, for me, this has been very, very valuable. Now, I can do that, can't I? Okay. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And it sounds like such an excellent guide. Uh, we're, we're speaking to Ms. Diane Johnson, and she's talking about her journaling experience. And I want you to give us some final words and tell us what this journaling experience has done for you. Okay, the journaling experience for me gave me power. It, just like the words you say, it empowered me to go into the doctor's office. But I have to tell you, I joined an organization called PSBS, that's Private Small Business Society, and it's a platform for individuals with the same desire to grow their business. I was able to create my ebook, my website. And there was over 600 hours of video modules that you could watch about your business, insurance, technology. It's really, really a wonderful uh, website, and there's over 2,000 members. But the Health Journal has helped my family members tremendously. Coming, having 12 brothers and sisters, most of them were able, are still using it today. Uh, there's only six of us left, six girls. There, there were eight girls, and six girls, and my brothers have, have passed away. But each one of them had used the journals and have gotten home and said, Diane, this journal, the doctor asked me about my questions, and he couldn't believe that I remembered from the last appointment. And I said, yes, these are the questions I want you to ask. So the journals meant a lot to me. I've been keeping records for my family for 20 years, for my three sons when they were in high school. And going back to these journal notes, it lets you know where, what happened to you in the past, so you know what, what what you could expect in the future. If you have pain in your leg, you could say, you know what, this is the leg that I injured when I was in high school. Those bones sometimes come back when the cold weather starts. But we just have to understand that journaling your history is the single most important thing you can do. This is a comprehensive journal, and that I mean there's no other journal that has five sections like this particular journal. And Ms. Purdue, I thank you so much for this opportunity to talk to our audience today. And I thank you so much for being with us. This is this is some great information. It's uh when I say I'm blessed and I'm fortunate that I've had the opportunity to speak to so many people. And so many people uh care, so many people are contributing in ways that we can never, never, never know. And um, pretty much if you hadn't missed our business empowerment breakfast, we wouldn't have got this opportunity, Ms. Johnson. So I believe in perfect order. I believe in perfect order. I believe that that happened because we were supposed to be here at this time and space and place sharing this information. And I want to thank you, Diane Johnson, for uh, joining me today on CBBN Business Journal. We're going to talk again, right? Yes, we will. And thank you, Sandra Perdue, for all of your help. I appreciate you very much. 
You've been listening to Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue. If you'd like to be a guest, give us a call, 773-609-2226. I want to close with one of Kenny O.D.'s quotes. He is the owner of Qualls Films International and one of our previous guests. While it is easy to say nothing is a miracle and be sad, depressed, and unmotivated, I choose to say that everything is a miracle and be happy. I'm walking with that today, and I want to thank you for being with us. We love you, and we want to see you on ShoppingBlackChicago.com. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you.